are you gonna are you gonna shave it all in one fell swoop? Or are you gonna mess around with different styles as you're removing it? I'm definitely gonna do the Hitler, <laughs> <laughs> and then learn some basic German, and maybe some can someone can record me doing some German. So I just I just go now, okay. This is Kevin, and you're listening to the Off of the Wall podcast, episode 8. Alright, I'm done now. You said there'd be a food if I finished. Alright, everybody, welcome out to Off the Wall podcast. I'm Stevie Reeby, here with Joe DeGenero. Hello! Today we have Kyle Benson with us. Hey! That's it? That's it. All right, I'm Kyle. excited though, so it's hard for me to uh, emphasize right now. That's fine. That's fine. We got a good show coming up for you today. Uh, we got some more Joe's mustache. Yes, right. and it's about to come to its end. It's about. That's the sad part about it. Joe's gonna be shaving his mustache off next weekend. Yes. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. It's, it's that going, is going to happen. No, it looks no. like a keeper. I don't know. It, it does look I can like a give keeper. it to you, so you can keep it. <laughs> you don't enjoy it at all? There's no enjoyment in the mustache? No. You don't? No, there's none of that. Now, there's one no. time you looked in the mirror and thought, yeah, I could I could do this for a long time. No. I'll do this again. No, there's been none of that. <laughs> Sticking it out because there's been 50 signatures, and I'm an honest person. Is the soul patch going to come back? Probably. Probably. Maybe a little go action. I like that. Nah, the problem with the goatee, and here's the reason, is the hair you have to grow for a mustache and for a goatee needs to be around the corners of your mouth. <laughs> and I really don't like that feeling of the hair around the corners of your mouth. Your mustache is so awesome, though. I just, wait, It's so awesome. When it you defines sh- you now. I it? have to be clean shaven for another thing I want to do is that we were at the, the Student Union Center. Mm. I was doing the charity show because we do so much charity show. Yeah, we, uh, the amount of charity that we do is... Outrageous right now. Only rivaled by Ricky Gervais. Only. <laughs> Only <laughs> but I need to be clean shaven because there's a part in that building that says the bridge. Uh-huh. So I need to get oh, my... Oh, back as a... Uh, yeah, I need one. to put on my yeah, Captain Picard. Picard thing and get a picture of me standing on the bridge. To the bridge. Okay, fine. <laughs> but also going to be on the forum then is going to be the Joe's Mustache... Video collage? Is that what it would be called? I would I would liken it to a video flip book. A flip book. Where the, the YouTube movie was made a little while ago about a guy took a picture of himself every day for a year. Six years, I think it was. Wasn't it? Six years? It was, it was a long time. It was, it was almost the whole Green Day song. This has been almost that long. It's been one month. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be able to see the five-day grow-up period of the mustache and the entire... History of the mustache Man, from day one to day, today, whatever, 20 well, million to 30. We started episode eight off in a somber note talking about Joe's mustache going to be gone. Also, we could say we could spin it positive and say it's return of the upper lip. <laughs> it's return of the lip. Whoa. Upper. Uh, first of all, let's go ahead and start off by talking about uh, things to watch for off the wall coming up. Uh, number one is a release of new episodes of the podcast. Should always look at yeah. this. Yep. Stay tuned where you are listening now <laughs> for new episodes of the podcast. Yeah, just just make sure keep a conscious note in your mind that you need to listen to the podcast. Our anniversary show is coming up. May seventh, I believe. Is it seven years or eight years? Something seven like that. years. Seven years. So uh, come out to the anniversary Long show. Time. We're gonna have a four on four. That's what we usually do at the anniversary show. It's uh, filled with fun and awesomeness. Small gifts and prizes be given out. 
Yes, and a debut of some new stage stuff. I yeah. don't want to say exactly what. I was going to give it away. But no, we're not giving give it away. away. New stage stuff. Let's go ahead and talk about uh, shows first. Uh, we had the Saturday and Friday show this weekend. Terrace Plaza for Friday and Salt Rock for Saturday. Kyle, you weren't in any of those shows, right? I was in no show this weekend. Not one show? Nuh-uh. All right, so you tell us what That's... happened at your house Friday or Saturday <laughs> night. Give us a, a highlight there at the uh, Benson household. Boy, I don't know. It's it's a whirlwind every every day. <laughs> it starts off with a prompt dinner at about 5.30. P.M.? Yep, p.m. Yeah. Dinner usually five thirty. Yeah, yep. When As a have... man, you get so hungry come like nine o'clock. <laughs> yes, you do. Are you serving your grandparents? <laughs> what are you doing eating dinner? At I'm serving something almost exactly like grandparents. Because the kids should be going to bed at eight. Eight eight thirty, they should start winding down. And if you feed them at seven thirty, well, they're not winding down. Well, they've got too much hype in their tummy yeah, to they calm got, down. They got food energy. So if if you if you feed them at five thirty, they're they're tired by eight thirty. So what do you do? You get home at like four thirty, right? I get home about quarter after four, and I hang out with the kids. And the weather's getting nicer, so we go outside and play, which is awesome. You're putting them to bed when it's still light outside. Yes, and I feel so bad. <laughs> Every time I lay them down, and the sun is beaming in their western facing windows, and I'm like, "Good night, buddy." He's like, Dad, I can hardly see you through the glint in my room. Well, your two year old speaks very clearly. He does. And you're he speaks to Rosetta Stone, right? Wasn't that the Rosetta Stone? You got him there. Yeah. A Parental doll. unit. <laughs> I do not wish to be laid down this early in the day. The slumber of my brain cannot hold it. He's not data. Somber, slumber. What a slumber. I, I, I mix words all the time. Yeah. My fault. It's, a, it's okay. So highlight was... Uh, Highlight's just always just hanging out with the kids. It's one constant highlight? Yes. You don't have to say it's that. They're not highlight. listening. They're not going to be listening. They're not listening? No. Those guys are getting on my nerves. <laughs> Your two-year-old may listen, but that's only part of his training to become a higher intellect. All right. Uh, Friday show, Joe. You were at the terrace. One of the highlights was bad advice. And it's pretty easy to say, but all three people there did new characters. Mm. Aiden Steenblick, Calvin Dittmore, and Derek Myler played. They all played new characters. Derek Myler played a Jewish guy. I can't remember his exact name, but it was very Jewy. And <laughs> Jewy. <laughs> Jewy. Soft, centered Jewy. Is that a candy that after you eat it, you, re- you feel really guilty afterwards? No, you get... Absolutely rich. Oh. Every time you open a candy bar, you win a million dollars in their contest. I've got to get one. It's the Jewy bar. Calvin played a cigarette spokesperson, and he was pushing his cigarettes hard at every opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) I think Derek Miley said, it's a lot of schmutz, takes a lot of schmutz. And Calvin goes, 40% schmutz in every cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Who who was Aiden? Aiden played this character he's been working on for a while. you know, you're in the back and the people say, I'm working on a character. That yeah. happens fairly often. We go, okay, that's cool. Or say why that's good or why that's not good. And he had this character named Father Goose. Father Goose. Like mother or father to Mother Goose. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I'm Father Goose. <laughs> and he would make up nursery rhymes or stories about someone's advice. Oh, okay. It was, it was really funny. All right, Saturday show, uh, I think it was mostly the same lineup. Derek Meyer was there. Calvin wasn't there. Liz was. Josh Goodman, Derek Myler, me, Adam Rossander, and Aiden. Aiden did play. The show was fine. We had a record number at Salt Rock. Uh, I don't know exact numbers, but I know it was over 40. I heard 80. 
It was 80? 80 was the final number. Okay, well, I knew it was a lot. So That's impressive. Yeah, it was It was a good, fun show. Bad Advice was a spotlight again, I think, too. Well, the understudy they played was really good. Very funny. Mark was a featured player there as well on, on the Saturday show, so he played the Lion Games with us. Josh Goodman played a new character that was f- funny, funny. It was one of those dudes that talked to the dead uh, once they passed. Yeah, we were golfing this morning, and he told me that he played a new character, and he was pleased with it. It, it was a very funny character, so I bet she's going to use him again. Those were our shows. If you missed them, you got you got to come out and see them. I don't see why you're not coming out to see the shows. We played Caruso both nights. Yeah. Uh, there were parts where it went well. We're learning that the timing and the delivery of the the music. The music has to be right. Yeah. Or yeah. else the game is uh, it's not as good as it could be. It's instrumental. That's a dynamite stuff. Thanks, guys. I'm going to go ahead and go now. No, that was awesome. You had shades of Chick McGee in you, is what you did. That was was awesome. I think we're going to take a break right now. We're going to come back. This week, we're going to try something new, uh, a theory segment. Somewhat theory, somewhat teaching, somewhat opinion, somewhat... uh, It's going to have all three of that. Yeah, so stay tuned. Kyle Benson, take us to break. We're going to go to the break on the Off-Wall Podcast. See you on the other side. So, uh, I had a really nice time, Tiffany. Yeah, me too. It was great. I had a lot of fun. Well, wasn't that place great? It was. It was so much fun. I've never been there before. It was really cool. So she's in the back. Ask her what she's doing next week. What are you What are you doing next week? I'd like to see you again. Um, I've got school, but then uh, my nights are free, so... Oh, perfect. Your nights are free, too. My nights are free, too. Oh! And maybe next week we'll do something exotic. Maybe next week we'll do something exotic. Like cliff diving. Like cliff diving. What do you think? Oh. What do you think? Um, are there are there a lot of cliffs around here? I haven't... Well, we go to the lake. We go to the lake, and there's a cliff. Oh. Maybe I'll we'll bring a life jacket. It'll be good. Make a camping trip out of it. Yeah, maybe we could even make a camping trip with our friends. Yeah, that would be really oh, fun. Job. Fantastic. Okay, good. Life. I'll see you next week. Okay, oh, it sounds great. Close okay. the deal, too. Oh. Close it. Okay. Close it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. I'll good. see you next week. Okay, okay. Oh, see you. Let her cross the door. Wait. Wait. That's good. That's good. Job. That's good. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you tonight. Mustache, we did it! I, I will high-five you, but I have no hands. You smack me? I smack you. That's not a high-five, yo. That's, you smack me. I'm sorry, I'm just excited. I'm, not, I'm excited too. I, I don't even feel it. So, so we did it. This is it. You know, ever since a psychiatrist. We've arrived. Talk to us. Yeah, okay. I, I feel no fear. You feel no fear. We're working hand-in-hand. It's like we're connected. We are connected. I know we are. I, I, I just realized that Yoko and I make you, but... Mustache, I'm going to treat you. You're going to treat me? Yeah. I'm going to put shaving cream on you. But I'm not going to... Sh- don't be scared. That's not very funny. Okay? That's like yelling fire. Okay? For you humans. It's got stuff for you. Oh, oh you're talking about like lubricating? Yeah, like I can do that or shampoo. No, I'm not liking the shampoo. It burns my pores. Maybe you're, you're giving me some uh, advanced therapy Vaseline lotion. You want me to buy Vaseline as a guy by it's, myself? It's, it's a Vaseline store? lotion. That doesn't a, sound no, good. No, it's a lotion. Yo. Okay. It's not the square tub, okay? It's oh, yeah, because you can't buy that as a guy. No. I, the bad things. I know, I know. Especially with a mustache. I know. You, you would look terrible. People would assume that you're going home and... Using it. Yeah. Here's also what I would like you to do. I'd like in the drink, 
Yaritos. What? Yaritos. It's a Mexican soda. Uh, you have to go to a taco stand downtown, and they sell a bottle two for a dollar. Get one mandarin and one mango. And then I just drink it and drink it all sloppy and put it all You're over all me. over me. You're okay. Deep inside of my hairs and um, and rub it slow because it's going to drip you. And I don't want you to rub it off fast. I'll do it slow for you, Mustang. And make sure it's even. Anything for you. We had it such a good night tonight. We're just we're just gonna do all it. Right, all yo. right, yo. I'm going to sleep now. Uh, okay. Wake me up when you're going to put the lotion in me. Okay. Okay, we're back. We're back clean. All right. We're off to a rocket start. <laughs> we have a bunch of forum questions that we're going to try and get through. We may not get to them all, but we appreciate all of you who sent them. Yeah, and, and inevitably we will get through them all. So uh, keep putting them on there. Keep visiting the forum, offthewallimprov.com. First question, making new games or putting our spin on uh, old games. Kano asks, how do we feel about that? Uh, Kano's from the Antics. Shout out to them. Every time I get a chance, I do. So how do you guys feel about making new games? It's what improv is. I mean, you're making stuff up on stage every night. So why not create something that that suits your personality yep. that, that you can that you can make stuff up in? There's been a couple games that have been created since I've been in improv. And to watch the growth of those games has just been amazing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, the best part too is all it takes is one little adjustment on, on an existing game for like a first date, changing a game like World's Worst and the things you never hear. Yeah. Connect the dots. I'm not sure where that came from, but that's dynamite stuff. Uh, There's nothing wrong with altering an existing game, like you just said, yeah. to, to fit your particular style or your troop's particular style of improv a little bit better. There's no sense in torturing yourself trying to play a game. That doesn't work. That doesn't work yeah. when you can when you can change it and make it your own. We we can point out examples of games we've tried to fix or new games we've done that aren't positive, but that's not fun. Yeah, that's I'd like fun. to talk more about games we've tweaked mm-hmm. and have been very positive. First one is film noir. Film noir was played without music for a long time. Oh yeah. Now that Derek can play the piano, plays the piano during it, much better. Way 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 better. We're in the process of tweaking Japarity from. A, a line game to, that's, that's to a team be, game. It's going to be dynamite, we I think. We hope it's going to be really good. Yeah. We we saw Caruso played. We yep. decided to bring that on, and that's new to Ooh. us. Saturday night, I forgot to mention this, we played a Between the Lines. I heard this. T- tell the story. I heard this when we played okay. golf. Between the Lines is <clears throat> excuse me, is a game where you get two books, a guy in the middle who can say anything he wants, but the two people on the sides reading the books have to read from the book. And the guy in the middle justifies all that. Well, we did that, but we used... Uh, audience members' cell phones. Okay. And we use their inbox of text messages. Oh, yeah. And it, it was very, very funny. It was very, they were sat at a carnival. One of the texts came up that, did you call Shelly? Uh, Justifiers and I didn't call Shelly. She said, oh, okay, well, me neither, because I don't like texting her because she never finishes the text, but how about Rachel? And then, no, I didn't call Rachel. Well, I invited the whole ward, so. <laughs> and there was a text from someone's phone, so it was very funny. I heard it ended on double frowny face. Yeah, double frowny face. Yeah, very, frowny face. very funny. And did they speak in text lingo? LOL. Text yeah, they lingo said LOL. Came Instead of laughing out loud, they just read it. I think that's how you should read LOL. I've, I've narrowed it down to the most awkward text you can receive from somebody. And that's a text you send to them complimentary. 
Oh, you're cute. I like you. We should do something. And you get back, LOL, you're funny. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. No, no idea. What do you, what do you mean? First of all, why LOL first? Why first? Yeah. Secondly, why last? Why'd you book in? <laughs> Why book in with LOL? In Spanish is the, uh, is the first LOL upside down? Yes. <laughs> says, says the exact says same LOL. thing. Yeah. <laughs> says the exact same thing. All right. Uh, let's, <laughs> just to wrap up making our new games or spinning games, uh, we're big fans of it. Everybody in improv's fans of it. When you can find a way to make a game work for you, uh, that's, that's how you make improv your own style. We're going to go over the rules of improv real quick. Kano asks, how do we feel about the rules of improv? Well, breaking the rules, too. I'm breaking them. Uh, number one, the no and yes. There's a never say no, always say yes. Yes and. Yes and. Definitely follow that rule. It's so important, especially for, for new people, is so they can understand what a good scene feels like, what comes from a good scene. I was in practice Friday night, and uh, this kid walks up, and they were the, the scene had been established that they were hunting for gold, and there was hmm. some problem with the map. The existing scene partner says to the uh, about the person who walked in, said, oh, great, another tourist. And the guy goes, I'm not a tourist. I'm your boss. <laughs> and I, I haven't seen that sort of oh, bald-faced dude. denial in so long yeah. that I, I just cracked up laughing. I couldn't believe what was going on. And he's like, you really going to do that? You're really going to do that? You know, the reason why I know it's so important is you're in a make-believe scene with make-believe characters in make-believe land. And... It, at any time, if one of the people in the scene are discredited or something that they just brought to real life is rejected, well, not only are you you making it rough for that person now for the rest of the scene because they can pull out a gun and the audience says, well, I don't know if he got a gun. Last time he didn't He didn't have a gun. Mm-hmm. Same thing with real props versus fake props. Yeah. Don't grab your real wallet mm-hmm. because everything needs to be real from that point yep. on. If yep. you grab a real wallet. Uh, there was a really good scene in a UCB, uh, Upright Citizens Review, when they had a TV show. There was a, a guy with a really big hat on, huh. and he was in front of someone in a movie theater. And he said, hey, take off that hat. And he took off a pantomime hat. <laughs> and they're like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, when, when you're doing that denial and you deny another actor, you're making it also rough for yourself because now the audience looks at the show from an outward view and says, well, that person wasn't real, mm-hmm. so why is this person real? Well, there's two types of denial. There's denial of reality, which is, I don't think you can almost ever do. I mean, you can some rules you can break and everything, but you, you can never say you're not real yeah, or anything yeah. like that. You can, you can th- say that's no. That's crazy. What you're doing is crazy. Yeah. So you can, you can say no to a decision. Do you want to go... Murder people? No. no, I don't know murder people. I want to something else. No, but you can get away with that, yeah, although no it's buts. generally not advisable. Yeah, and well, and the, if the no is just minimalizing the idea, like, do you want to go up and kill Buddha? No, I, I, I want to hurt him. I want to go up there. Yeah, I want to go up there. I got mm-hmm. some business with Buddha, but I don't know about killing him. I think that's that's a fine situation. Even talking about that, though, you realize that. That sounds like a less fun scene than yeah. two people working together towards something. Yeah, that's still you've already sliced off the top of the cream, and now you're only working towards the pulp. What's another strong rule of improv? Fourth wall, right? Yeah, breaking the fourth wall. Breaking that's another good wall. one. I think that you got to pepper that in sparingly. Sparingly, super sparingly. 
If you do it, I would advise doing it during line games. Uh, I, I rarely do it during a, during a real scene. I like to do it during games where the audience is almost with me, like Murder Mystery, uh, Late for Work, games where the audience is in on what I'm doing and, and we can't get somebody else to find it out. I think sparingly break the fourth wall there. Mm. Quick example of people who do it well, Andrew Noyce. Andrew Noyce, best fourth wall breaker in the world. Yeah. So the rules of improv, very important. You can always find a way around them, but you're I think that you're risking you're jeopardizing parts of the scene that could lead to ultimate victory, to quote Ninja Warrior. I I agree. And we had this game a long time ago when I was in this uh, troop in Salt Lake, whereas we played this game that just tried to break all the rules uh, as part of a practice. And it was fun for a change of pace, but mm. good scenes didn't come of it. No. Yeah. It's fun for the people playing Probably a lot of killing. people watching it. Killing people. Yeah, not being killed. Yeah, not being killed. Like, you're oh, I killed you. Uh, you didn't kill me. You're, you're drunk. I didn't kill you. Yeah. We're going to move on to outstanding moments. Connor wants to know about some outstanding moments from us on, on stage. We're going to keep this to off the wall. So let's, let's yeah, keep it that sure. way. Kyle Biss wants you to kick us off. What was your, give us, uh, two outstanding moments you've had at off the wall that are your shining glory. Every time I get done with a show, I go home at night and I lay down in bed and I try to, I try to remember every aspect of the show and, uh, I remember almost nothing. It's always just a, a whirlwind. But I remember my feelings during the show and how how good I felt when I delivered something or when I, when I heard someone else on stage say something mm. that that was awesome. It seems like most of my outstanding moments come from particular games like Murder Mystery. When I'm on stage with somebody in Murder Mystery and we're gelling in our pantomime and he's getting what I'm doing and I'm getting what they're doing and the audience is into it and... So much so that we have time to to take what we're trying to pantomime to, to each other and just expand on that one idea. You know, like if I'm trying to pantomime Gumby to somebody and they're they're feeling what I'm doing, we, we'll do like a whole Gumby scene together. You know what I mean? And we'll just we'll just blossom the whole game of murder mystery. And also, I think probably uh, it's a game that I don't play very often, but great moments have always come from hecklers. Being in the back of the stage where nobody can see you and just up there with, with the guys on your team and just saying anything and everything that comes to your mind from what you see on the stage is a very liberating feeling. And you know that it's all you and you, you, feel, you feel awesome for the things you say that get a good reaction. Uh, I have two moments. The first one is with Murder Mystery. and it was uh, I was playing... I was first, Steve Uribe was second, and Troy Taylor was third. And who was killed was Teddy Ruxpin. I don't know if you, do you remember this. I do remember this scene. Well, just off the stupid Teddy Ruxpin. So, I didn't know what it was. So that's that was the thing, is uh, who was killed? And uh, I'm not sure if it was who or was a murder weapon. But it was Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin, for those unfamiliar, was a an 80s teddy bear who you put cassettes in, and then he went animatronic on you. Like Pirates of the Caribbean and blinked his eyes. That's what I was gonna guess too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you put him in, and then and then he tell you a story and became your best friend. So I was pantomiming that, doing a very good job on. You know, you're doing a good job yeah. in murder mystery when the crowd almost gets mad at the person for not getting it. So I did Teddy Ruxman. I did the tape. I did a bear, a little teddy bear. Steve didn't get it. I had no idea. Soldier on. So when you don't really know what it is, you just kind of do what the other person yeah. did to the third person yeah. and. Troy Taylor got it. Yeah, he knew it. And 
the crowd went ballistic when he said Teddy Ruxman because they knew that you didn't get it. Yeah, I had no idea. And I it, was going to say a teddy bear that you put cassettes in. Yeah. <laughs> and I even said that. And everybody goes, yep, that would have been right. That's I said, it. what is that? That's Teddy Ruxman. So he says, Teddy Ruxman, crowd went wild. That's a, it feels like a genius moment or a magical moment when it skips the second person. And the second moment of, of outstanding was actually in practice. And uh, Steve and Adam were in practice and they were on horseback, just clomping along <laughs> on horseback. And I decided to walk on and they, uh, they ran into me like they were in a car. Like I just walked on top and I looked and boom, they ran me over with the horses and they, they took off running <laughs> like they they did a hit and run on a horse and it was so silly to get hit by a horse and then and then to be like oh no let's take off because it's different when you're in a car when you're in a car you have some semblance of like privacy thinking you're in your little world when you're on a horse you're just on a horse you go hey buddy i'm sorry i hit you second of all they were walking so it's not like i get hit really hard that was a very outstanding uh, my two, um, they go, it's any time in murder mystery where I, I pride myself on going second. I'll give that spot up sometimes, but, uh, I think that's a well-known fact when playing with, with me in murder mystery. I'm probably going to go second because that's the guy who has to receive and then also give. Mm -hmm. What I love to do in murder mystery is get someone to pantomime something that was done already. Like the guy who was given it gives it to me. Joe gives me the clue, and when I get it, I, I give a certain pantomime. You, you give know, a separate thing. Yeah, usually. separate thing. And then Kyle Benson comes out. I give him something different than I did, mm -hmm. but he does what I did to get it. Yeah, he usually does something to My communicate to you that I get this yeah, because I'm pantomiming this. Yeah, thing. And, and he pantomimes exactly what I pantomimed to you when I got it. I love those moments. Uh, one time in Murder Mystery, I pantomimed a movie theater. I did everything. I went and got popcorn. I I scooched in between seats. I sat down. I had to go to the restroom because that's where the murder was. Do you want a Wanta Fanta was playing on the movie screen. Uh, it was perfect. That was one of my great moments. Another one I would say is the first time I did Mark Wahlberg. It was real fun. The audience was real accepting of it. Also, Stevie Reby as, as George W. If you go to Google.com, click the video tab, type in Stevie Reby. I'm the first video that comes up. It's me doing George W. on a Bad Advice Night. Aside from Steve hating the way George W. Bush ran the country, it was real sad to see him go as president. Nah, man. I have, it's a great – just the other day, got off of work, went and hung out with some friends from work, and I told them that I do George W. Bush. And they're like, oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. And I, I busted out with perfect George. Well, first off, there's some things about America you need to know. <laughs> if you're a terrorist, we don't like you. Get out of here. It was awesome. They bust, everybody busted off in the room. It was fantastic. I'm still hoping we bend the Constitution and let him in again. <laughs> As court jester or actual president? President again. Oh, okay. Well, we may need him. Like, uh, soon. 24 did Charles Logan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's going to be it for the, uh, the forum questions. That's, right. that's it for the podcast. Yeah, that's it for the podcast. Yeah, we're we're done. done. So, uh, everybody, thanks for tuning in with us. Episode eight's in the books. Kyle Benson was here. Yes, sir. Thanks for tuning in. This has been awesome. I uh, hope I get to come back and do this again with you guys soon. Probably not, though. Uh, no, it wasn't didn't go well for me. Nah, it wasn't. I mean, uh, if you look at the scope of the work, I mean, moments shining. Mm, yeah, but scope. Sixty-six point six percent of the the work was was outstanding. <laughs> That's just thirty-three percent too low. So, just kidding, Kyle Benson. We love you, Doug. I love you guys too. See you next week, everybody. All right. Stay tuned for outtakes. 
This is notes for civics class, uh, March 28th, 2007. There will be a quiz on this information. Take all employee notices of religious conflict seriously. Once an employee puts the employer on notice of religious oh, excuse conflict, me, excuse me. immediately try to find ways to avoid conflict. Oh, so late. What's Ask up, the employee hey. with the conflict hey. suggestions for avoiding them. Hey! Ask the employee with the conflict suggestions to do things differently. Keep workplace religious comments so, uh, and criticism. Jerry, did you see the office last night? Tom. Make sure all employees understand Dude, that notes. not to discriminate I'm taking notes. against employees Shh. on oh, the basis sorry, of religion. That's fine, that's fine. Was it good? Once an employee yeah. expresses conflict based on religion, I don't want to know. Do not challenge the employee's religious beliefs. I love how they always just look at the camera. It's like totally breaking the fourth wall. Mr. Johnson is going to yell at us. Sorry, catch us. Sorry, sorry. Revisit issues such as Christmas bonuses and Christmas parties to see if it's more appropriate to use language such as holiday to cover employees who do not celebrate Christian Christmas. Hey, revisit the issue of whether Chips? all employees are covered any by such policies and events. No, but that's... Will you stop it? Such you just stop. Oh, I'm not gonna swallow them whole. Oh my gosh. Take a drink of water or something, man. I don't have water. Oh my gosh. If you turn to page 84 in your workbooks, we can go oh, over Oh, I forgot my workbook. Oh my gosh. You can share with me, but just stop making them. Dude! Not by the tape recorder! It's brand new. Oh, is that a Sony? Yeah, it's a Sony. That's nice. How much did you pay for that? A lot. I'm missing all the notes. A lot. I yeah, a lot of the notes I'm missing. No, a lot. Like it costs like a hundred bucks. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, a hundred dollars. Yes, it costs a hundred dollars. That's a lot. Yeah. One of these. As alleged, defendant. I know. Okay. Okay. All right. Come work from the United States. Julia promised plaintiff a place to live, tuition free. How long does it record for? Oh my god. And the plaintiff most of the notes, dude. Okay. Just as business partner. Usually I don't have a problem. Well, what's wrong today? You're here. Just stop. You are wound too tight. Will you just stop it? I don't even understand why you're doing this anymore. Special circumstances might alter the important expectations created by If you get an F on the test, you may not care, but I care. You care if I get an F on the test? No, I care about my test. That's sweet. Mr. Johnson's looking over. I'm sorry. Exercises the right fairly frequently. Reducing employee expectations and the system will be followed. The point where the requested accommodation will likely make it. The plan might also show that the system is not the same. Is that your phone? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, stop. I gotta take this. I gotta take this. No, don't take Hello? Stop talking on the phone. Dude, you are very rude. Very rude. I'm on the phone. Oh, my. Stop. Don't get angry. Just control your temper. No, no, I'm sorry. No, it's 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 fine time. No, I'm not, it's not, I'm not busy. Time. I'm not busy. We are in class. The only case Turn the phone off. In the one yes, the I know. Very rude. Oh Look, I'm sorry. I'll call. I'll, I'll call you back. I'll call you back. Okay. Are you happy? Yes. Are you happy? Will you be quiet? Those were the test results from the hospital. What happened? Wrong number. In the past few years, one of the most. What do you mean a wrong number? I was not the person they were meaning to call. Wrong number. Then why did you pick up? I got a call. I answered it. Why did you call me rude and tell the person I was rude? Because I was rude. You were talking to me while I was on the phone. 
But it was a wrong number. I didn't know that. Oh, my. And I have to call them back now because I didn't tell them it was a wrong number. So they think that the information has been passed to the patient and their job is done. Their job is not done. They need to tell another person that they are dying. I don't understand why you have to do that in here. I don't. That's why I told them I would call them back. Because I yelled at you. Yeah. Back to the real part. Oh, my gosh. Upon proof of jurisdiction's requirements, domestic partners may qualify for certain benefits. This brings me to question so, three. So, uh, what are you doing tonight? Jerry. Will you stop? What is your, what is your answer for question three? Um. Trouble. You know the homework, help question me. three? Will you help me? Yeah, I know the, help me. Um, I know, I know what the, 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 uh, the answer is. Okay. Mr. Johnson. It's, um, the, the economic, economic stimulus, stimulus package. package. Of six hundred dollars. Of six hundred dollars. Bought me. Bought me some wonderful, some wonderful jewelry. jewelry, and I appreciate, I appreciate it. it. And you are a wonderful teacher. And you're a great teacher. Wonderful. Wonderful teacher. Jerry, are you aware that question three was a was a math problem? Oh, pi squared. Oh, pi squared. Jerry, why don't you see me after class? Seventeen. Seventeen. See me after Twelve. class. Twelve. Eleven. I. Uh, you stop giving me the wrong answer. I'm trying to help. You're not helping. Well, you're welcome. In the past few years, oh one of the most well, you're not thanked. The affinity orientation in the workplace has been that. Mr. Johnson, I, I have a question. Yeah, yes, Jerry. What was the answer? Four. That was my next one. If you wouldn't have stopped You were at 11. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. You you're were welcome. 11. Anytime you need to interrupt class, go ahead. Rude. Oh, my gosh. Rude. I can't Can believe you. Like Atlanta, Georgia, what are you doing? York. Madison, Wisconsin. I am paying attention to what? The registration of unmarried couples. Things. As the labor market continues to tighten, such believe. benefits are used as a marketing tool to attract retain gay and lesbian We were interrupted by the teacher. What, what, seem, you, what, what are you doing seem tonight? Like purely social issues have worked Studying? For the civics test? There's a test? That's why I brought the tape recorder. After the employer denied his request for an out-of-state transfer, what? so he could follow his male life partner the rest of the semester. to Chicago. The I test just, isn't going to be on this lecture alone. Right no, but I just barely got it. And you're ruining right it. You're ruining it. I'm ruining your tape recorder. You're ruining the, the tape of civics notes. You wish in your will, nasty I bought a tape recorder so I didn't have to write stuff down. Lazy. Oh, my God. Spouses it's smart. It's called smart. But there are plenty of couples. Nearly half a Lazy. You know, you'd retain the information better if you wrote it down. I'd retain information better if I heard it. Some never will, for a variety well, of reasons. maybe you should and for listen. gay couples, marriage is out of the question. I'm listening now, okay? The what did he just say? I don't remember. You got me frustrated. Two seconds, two, well, whose problem two is that? You're bringing bags of chips in and, and colas and answering your phone. Maybe you're taking too many credits. Others offer Why did you sit over here? Which offer varying degrees of legal you're my friend. I, I thought you were. That's what I thought about you. For example, but allow no, hospital you... visitation. You get all angry. In other places, registration provides psychological Can I, can I just take the notes? I'm trying to legal. talk with my friend here. How and, important uh, is legal recognition of a partner? It's just cranky. Anyone who can lose it could learn a lesson from Karen Thompson and Sharon Kowalski. I'm not cranky. I'm just having a hard time listening to these notes. In 85, they banned Thompson from you. These religious discrimination. So do you have any hot water? Do I have any hot water? Yeah, I need to make baby formula. dictates and harassment. You need, you're making a bottle? Middle Eastern religions. Yeah. For what? 
Did you bring a baby to class? Everything has to be watching. You brought a baby to class? What? What else am I supposed to do? I'm out of here. I'm leaving. Mr. Johnson, I'm out of here. What? I'm out of here. I'll have to cite you. You left your tape recorder. I don't care! You cute baby. You cute baby. He's a cute baby. Yes, you're happy. You're so happy. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, sorry to disturb your flight. We have a bit of a, a situation. If anyone here knows how to fly an airplane, that would be that would be nice. Stay calm, please. Uh, everything's okay. We just need, we need to find someone who knows how to fly an airplane. Our 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 captain has has passed out, and that has caused the uh, co-captain to also pass out from the stress of having to actually fly the airplane. So. Is there anyone here with, with any flight experience at all? Joe, I do. Joe, say it out loud. I fly the plane. Mustache, you... How do you know how to fly a plane? I was a pilot for five, 14 years. We we will have to talk about this later. No, there's no sure? time now. Please. No. Say, we need a pilot. Stewardess? Yes. Yes, sir. You know how to fly an airplane? No, Joe. The mustache does. Yes, I know how to fly an airplane. Okay. Joe, you're going to take credit for this? Follow me, sir. Okay. I could not believe it. What's that, sir? I said, uh, stewardess, have you got the time? Oh, oh yes. It, you're so calm. It's 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 15 after after 1. Joe, I am very upset, but I would do this because the people need us. Right this way, sir. What's your name? My, my name is Joe. Oh, Joe. You're, you're Joe saving the, us all. Joe the liar. Joe the faker. Right this way, Joe. Okay. Joe that pretends to be a pilot. He's not. Calm down, mustache. We need you for this. <laughs> Are you okay, Joe? Well, I'm fine. Okay. I'm right. psyching myself up. Sit down in the seat, Joe. Tell the stewardess, leave. Stewardess, I need you to go. I need complete concentration. Oh, yes, sir. Maybe we can go out later. I would love that. When Joe. all this settles down. Good job, Joe. Joe. I'm mad at you, but at the same time, I'm in love with you. Okay, Joe, first of all, you need to adjust the flaps. You need to take them and... What are flaps? Joe, see the red lever? Yeah, the red lever. Three levers over. Is that L-E-B-E-R? No, Joe, it's a V, okay? But in Spanish, you said that I, I shouldn't be making fun of you. This is very right. tumultuous. Yeah, I am worried. I'll say you want to do this to me. I'm sorry to create turbulence. I don't know what's wrong with me. Why do I keep making jokes? I don't know, Joe. You are not grasping the seriousness of the situation. Because you know I will do this. You will get all the glory. Be fine. Listen, adjust the flaps. Just a quick aside. I'm in, Okay, here's the flaps. So do I need to go up or down? You need to go down. Down. Okay. Down. Right there. Okay. Um, Lead it up. Just, okay, that's just good. a quick aside. You see me hit on that girl? I know. I was proud of you. And that's why I'm not so mad at you that's right now. That's why we've been, I've been uh, teaching hey, me stuff. Hey, the thing is, you practice, 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 but when it comes game time, you show up. Okay. Oh, there's these headphones. I should probably put these yeah, on. Yeah, put that on. Delta West 76, we've been trying to get a... Have you found anyone to fly the aircraft? Yes, I have. Uh, this is Joe. Over. Delta West 76, did, did you say your name's Joe? Yes, Joe. Yeah, that's my name. What is, what's happened to Captain Anderson? He's dead. He's passed out. He's not dead. He's not dead? He's he's passed out. We'll be bigger hero, Joe, if he's dead. Joe, Joe, this is this is flight control. Do you do you have any idea how to fly an aircraft of this size, Joe? Yes, I do. Oh yes, I'm perfectly versed in airplane it's, flight. Excuse me? I have to trim the throttle. Excuse me, I have to 
trim the throttle. Oh, well, you sound like you know what you're doing. Okay, I'm adjusting my vector to 270. I need to adjust my vector to 270. Over. Need, need clearance from you, and flight I need, control. And I need clearance from you, flight control. Delta West Flight 76, you have clearance to adjust your vector to 270. Okay, my altitude is absolute. My altitude is absolute. That's right? uh, good. You are on a good upright approach vector. Continue. Okay. Hold on, hold on one second, Tower. Click. Hey. What? There's all these buttons. Yeah. They're flashing. Yeah. Do I pay attention to? No. In in my um, history with flying the planes, a lot of a lot of lights flash. Look, I I where fly the plane. You, where did you learn to fly the plane, Mustache? There. Where have you been? You, how have you been anywhere but on my lip for the last three weeks? You know the online? Yeah. The internet? Yeah. Sometimes I'm getting on there. When I'm asleep? Yeah, I have 3G, Joe. I'm so confused. Is this why I wake up tired? Yeah. Have you been using me while I've been asleep? Yeah, it's, um, I was watching the Oprah, and she had a man on TV who said that he mustache possessing him. Uh, I learned some tricks. Yo, I'm not doing nothing bad. I go on the internet. I, I learn in French. You know French? I know the, the numbers right now. Uno, oh, we should get back un, to flying the book. That's very good. I know. That's one day with the book. Maybe later you can teach me French and then we'll, uh, we'll talk to the women in Yeah, French. that's what I'm thinking too. Look, uh, we're, we're approaching now. I need you to get back on the horn. Okay. Click. Hey, Tower. Yeah, Delta West 76. This is Tower. My aileron is in alignment. My aileron is in alignment. Your aileron? My aileron. Aileron. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Joe, you have to listen to what I'm saying. Trying. Okay? Trying. Yes, I know you're trying very hard, Joe. And you're doing a great job. Just yeah. stay with me. Altitude is down to 200. My altitude is 200. 200. You're I, I said you're doing good, Joe. Oh. You're doing so very my good. My altitude is 200. Okay. 200. I can see the lights. Yes, you are on a pr- good approach vector. All right, I'm lowering, lowering the landing gear. Here we- oh, I should have done that earlier. Oh, that's fine. It's, you're fine right now. Hurry. Okay. And, and, we did it, Joe. Oh, we did it. We did it. Delta 76, done an outstanding job. Thank you. You should be proud of yourself. I I am very proud of myself. Thank you. I'm very proud of myself. Not you, Joe. Me, okay? I did this alone. Oh, man. I understand, 76. We'll see you in the tower. Come in. Uh, Joe? Yes, stewardess. You've been amazing. It wasn't Joe. All the people on this airplane owe their lives to you and you alone, Joe. Just me. Yeah, me mustache. How about a drink? Oh, I'd love to have one. No, I don't want a drink. Come with me. No, I don't want a drink. Don't change your mind halfway through. Is that what you just said? No, I, I, I'm clicking the pin. And I uh, <laughs> fidgeted, and I just realized that. I was like, it's right in front of the mic? Yeah, right, like. <laughs> right Ebenezer comes on stage with his pants hiked up to his nipples, right, right. and uh, his, his manhood is separated by the hem of his jeans. And uh, That's probably getting cut, huh? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Do um, you make mental notes of it? Yeah, all the time. Like, we're, we're not hearing that again. Right there. <laughs> do you look at the time and try to... No, I don't do any time because I listen to it all, but oh, yeah. I go, yeah, that's being cut. We should come up with a flight number. Uh, let's do... Uh, How about a, just a, a spin-off? No, it can't be real. Can't be real? How about like Felta or <laughs> Delta? Deltas? 
or instead of southwest, you go northeastern. How about Delta West? Is Delta West real? Delta and Sky West are the same people. Okay, Delta West? Yeah, Delta West. Okay. Delta Burke? <laughs> That's our actress. <laughs> Delta West. Throwing ID spitball. <laughs> that one didn't stick. Flight number 706. Can be 69? <laughs> it's flight 69. <laughs> This week's segment is going to be on delivery. That is the topic we've chosen for uh, for this segment is for uh, delivery. And this is an example of bad delivery. <laughs> what are you doing right now? Yeah, what I'm doing right now, bad delivery. Delivery is important in improv and in a podcast. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing here. Right, am I throwing you off with the text in? Uh, Sure. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> so you take, no, you don't take it if it's not true. I'm just going to offer you a reason why. 